Yeah, NBA Australia, how are you going? How are you going? It is NBA Australia, it is Wednesday hump day, February 16. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm a writer sometimes for whomst ever wants to pay me some sweet, sweet folding stuff. Here, hanging out in Larry Armour Studios, giving you the lowdown all the ins and outs of the NBA season. It's absolute chaos at the moment, pre-All-Star. They're playing about 80 million games all at once. Anyway, we're here repping Australia a bit. That's what we do. Don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. Plenty of nerds out there for you. Uh, the Celtics today demolished the Sixers. Giannis had a fitty burger. His first since uh, Game 6 of the Finals. Dallas were awesome. Suns clips were sick. Simo and Harden both had a big bloody sook. <laughs> and uh, we're going to play Where's Joe Ingles? <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, and we've got all today's games in the NBA Australia Game Raps. I've got a juicy slab of that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. There's some near Nas. There's an unpopular opinion of the day. And there's our back takehouse where we're serving up a flame grill take. There's Australian Playwatch and a uh, double up today of Shane Hill Shoot a Shoot, Shoot Your Shot, Light em Up Award and a great moment in NBA Australia stat history. Love that. And uh, we'll preview and pick all the games for tomorrow. So hopefully this will be a quick one. Uh, there's nothing at the end of today's show, uh, just because it's already late. <laughs> I just want to get this one done. Get out of there. So let's get stuck in episode 758 of NBA Australia. Let's go. Nick K, and you'll listen to NBA Australia. Watch out for the Shaq attack. Uh, you better you better watch out for the D-Wade attack if you're Shaq. I enjoyed that today. Man, I won a championship with Shaq. he do what he do. It didn't matter about the free throw misses. We won the title. It's like, What? So this is Dwayne Wade talking about Ben Simmons. Like, just if Ben Simmons plays to like 100% the max of what he can do, the jump shooting, it won't matter. If he continues to evolve as a player, it should come. And uh, yeah, Shaq just caught <laughs> a couple of uh, shots in passing, which is pretty gnarly. Right, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Show of the Daily. Whip around, that's right. Introductory press conferences, all the rage. All the rage. Uh, ben Simmons. You might know him as Box Hill Benny, a.k.a. Benny the Sook, a.k.a. Benny the Bricky, <laughs> a.k.a. Big Simo. But anyway, in Brooklyn, and enjoyed this. It was a personal thing for me, which is why I didn't want to play in Philly. No shit, Ben! Uh, it was a personal thing. Yeah, we get it. It wasn't a fan, wasn't team, not media comments during, after the playoffs. Reckons he had issues that preceded the playoffs. Says he's not ready to play, but is ramping up. All right, cool. That's fine. And which is, uh, I don't know, he just, he added, it was just piled up. To where I just knew I wasn't myself, and I needed to get back into that place, being happy as a person. Uh, And when asked about his mental health doubters out there, he said, they should be happy I'm smiling. I had some dark times in these last couple of months. All right. Cool. Not a problem. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy the uh, 
Not fan team or media comments during or after the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. What about all those leaks where you're talking about Doc and how he should have supported you more by coming out to see you in LA despite you telling him you didn't want him to come out and see you in LA or how uh, your teammates could have had you back more despite you telling them to fuck off every time they tried to get you back. I mean, oh, no, man. It was just personal with me. All right, cool. That's fine. Just fucking say this from the start. Don't do this fucking dancing around bullshit that we've dealt with for the last, what, six months? God damn. Anyway, uh, but look, I hope he's uh, feeling good and hopefully he's back on the court soon if he, uh, you know, so wishes, etc. But uh, interesting vibes in that first one. But I did kind of like that. They should be happy I'm smiling. I had some dark times in the last couple of months. All right, fine. Then maybe just fucking say that. Just... You don't owe a shit. We all get that. But at the same time, just go, don't fuck around with all these weird leaks to Shams. I say, oh, it's everybody else's fault but mine. All right, cool. Just say, yeah, I'm dealing some shit. It fucking sucks. I just can't do it right now. We all get that. We all fucking get it. Anyway, so look, hopefully it's all good. Hopefully he's feeling all right. And he's hoping he's back soon. Uh, He did also add that he wanted to talk, you know, he wanted to play more of a flowing offense like they did in the uh, 2018 playoffs against the Heat. I enjoyed that because then they got fucking obliterated by the Celtics in the next round. The way we were flowing and playing, that's the way I like to play. He was really good in that Heat series. I remember watching that with a mate of mine who's a big Heat fan. I mean, out and drinking, hanging out. And, uh, yeah, he was really good. Wasn't so good the next series, but here we are. Um... Flip side. So that's Ben Simmons intro in Brooklyn. He's going to wear number 10. Love it. Very clearly a Gazy tribute, wearing the 10 there in San Antonio in his short-lived stint. Did Gazy. And flip side. Fat man who feared the clan. That's right. James Harden rang the bell today for the Sixers. Started the Harden era inauspiciously because they then got fucking belted. Uh, but he was asked about stuff. Originally, when I was going through everything I was going through in Houston, Philly was my first choice. It just didn't happen, says James Harden. Uh, Completely forgetting that in, uh, I believe, January last year, (laughs) he was, in fact, saying, uh, well, with everything that went on, uh, Brooklyn was still my first choice. They were top of my list. There were a few other teams involved. That was on the 15th of the 1st, 2021. (laughs) Just over a year ago. That was my number one pick, Brooklyn were. Oh, nah, man. Philly was always my first choice. It just didn't happen. One year later. Uh, Interesting, though, you know. Harden says that he didn't have the option to pick his uh, landing spot. I wish it worked like that. An organization has to do what's best for their team. It didn't work like that. I had to go to Brooklyn. (laughs) What a fucking suck. Now I'm just so happy I get to be with my best friend, (laughs) Daryl. I got it. This 100% just has to do with the fact there's better strip joints in Philly and the greater New Jersey-Philly area than there are in Brooklyn. Uh, Hilariously enough, it seems as though that he may have also uh, not filed his paperwork to uh, lock in his opt-in for his contract next year with the Sixers. So it's going to be a bit of an interesting vibe um, where it's like maybe they're playing the Nets there. Maybe this is the Sixers going, can you please not actually opt into that? And uh, we'll sort you out next year. Uh, It'll be cheaper in the long run. (laughs) That's fucking fascinating. Uh, But there was a bunch of other Harden stuff where he's kind of like, oh, you know, well, look, it's kind of this uh, vibe, you know. (laughs) It's Marbo. Uh, He looked like 
He came out looking like a uh, member of the Galactic Senate. If you remember your uh, Star Wars prequels with his weird three-tone top. And uh, I don't know, man. Like the entire Harden thing, as he sort of came out and said it was my first choice, you could just hear everybody just going, all right, fine. Um, <laughs> I just think it's fucking hilarious that he's like, nah, nah, nah. It was my first choice. So best of luck with that. Other news. Let's fly through this. DeAndre Bembry, the Bucks are closing in signing him. He was waived uh, to make sure that the uh, Simmons Harden trade could happen. So kind of nice. And in other terms of, you know, actual other news, there's not a giant amount going on today, which is kind of nice because I've got to fly through this and get on. So let's do it. Let's do some game wraps. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. That's right. Seven games today. Uh... Pretty busy Wednesday. Cleveland. Cleveland! Lost in Atlanta, 124-116, which is a really fun game, BT dubs. Just saying. Um, Squid and I watched the start of this. Watched the middle of it when he was uh, piss-fighting around outside. (laughs) Uh, And they just strangulated the Cavs. The Cavs were up 79, was like 75 in the third. Uh, Nate McMillan calls a timeout. Boom, they take the lead and they never gave it up. Trey Burnham, the Cavs' D just wasn't quite up to slowing down Atlanta, who were just fucking on one today, it felt like. Like, everybody was hitting threes. Uh, big win for them as well, because they just kind of just kept them at arm's length all the way through that fourth quarter. Got hairy a couple of times, but they held on. Uh, for the Cavs, Darius Rock and Judy Garland, what a game. 30 points, 8 assists. He's awesome. Evan Mobley at 20, 10, and 4 with 4 steals and a block. He's a weapon. Go the throws, 14-7-4 for him. Kevin Love at 21-7. My sweet baby carrots. Uh, could have used a better shooting day for me, but I'll tell you that much for a 12. One of six from three. Uh, meanwhile, the Hawks, Trey Young was absolutely fucking flamethrowing. 41 points, nine assists. He went 11-13 of 13 at the line. That helps. 13-22 uh, from the floor, four of seven from downtown. Danilo Gallinari in the starting lineup without John Collins there at the moment. Dropped a massive 25 points, the big Italian. 8 of 17 from the floor. He hit 3 of 7 threes. DeAndre Hanna chucked in 18. Kevin fucking Huerta had 18. He had th- uh, 3, uh, sorry, 13. He went 3 of 5 from 3. And Bogdan Bogdanovich, 10, 7, 3 with 4 steals. That's a big win for the Hawks. They needed that. Oh, boy, did they need that. After a couple of uh, bad showings, I had the Cleveland Cavaliers here. They did not deliver. 35 and 23 now for the Cavs. Atlanta, 27 and 30. Dallas, out of nowhere, showed up and beat Miami. This was huge. They were down eight at the half. They went at 107.99. Basically, there you go. In that second half, uh, do your math, Chibi. They outscored them by 16. (laughs) But it was. They kicked in the D in the second half and flamed through their way through the third quarter. Everyone was hitting shots. And then, like, you sort of knew the inevitable Miami run would come, right? And they kept the pressure on all the way through the fourth. They're up 10 early in the fourth quarter. Uh, the comeback happens. It gets down to four points. And then, boom, Jalen Brunson, Max Shaklebar, hello. Massive threes. Big game. Big win. Wildly entertaining as well. You watch the heat and you're like, oh, God. It shouldn't matter so much that, like, Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, and Struess can't buy a three. But here we are. So Tyler Hero sits this one out on a uh, after he played last game, uh, and they kind of miss him in that second uh, that second unit 
without Hero sort of helping organize it and just giving it a bit of extra scoring punch, it just becomes wildly dependent on Vincent and Struce hitting shots. And today they didn't, and that's how you lose a game. Butts was awesome. He had 29, 10, and 3. Uh, just kept going to the line. Bam! At 21 and 12. Big Buddha Kalari at 13, 4, and 4. Only took eight shots in his 38 minutes. Okay, okay. Uh, Duncan Robinson, 1 of 5 from 3. Gabe Vincent, 0 of 7. Struce, 1 of 3. Yikes. If your uh, main dudes are going to go 2 of 15 from downtown, combined for three of them, not ideal. They went 7 of 27 from downtown, all of the heat. Meanwhile, the Mavs went 18 of 41. I'm no math magician, but if you hit 11 more threes in the opposition, you might win. Luca, he was really, really well held by uh, Miami. A lot of doubles thrown at him. He shot 5 of 19 in the end. Ends up with 21, 10, and 6. Uh, but he was helped out pretty handily. Like I mentioned Brunson and Maxi, they both had 19 and 6. Uh, that's 6 assists for Brunson and 6 rebounds from Maxi Kleber. Even Davis Bertans. Davis Bertans and his stupid Amish beard. 3 of 7 from downtown. Maybe Washington was the problem with Davis. 12 points. Uh, and Josh Green got his first start of the season. Love that. 8 points for him. Uh, Miami, they dropped to 37 and 21. They were sitting right there on top of the east, and they still are. Um, but still, that's a uh, it was a bit of a rough one. And it's just like, yeah, without Hero and uh, without Big Booty like firing, bit of a weird one, but ah, we'll just call it an off-shooting night. Meanwhile, Dallas, 34-24, and 24, feeling good, looking good. Uh, just keep winning, and their defense is good. So well done, Dallas. Boston, shit pump. This was a demolisheration, a shit pumping of the highest order. An absolute smashing of Philly. 135-87. It was 69. Nice. Uh, 42 at the half. Did not get better. <laughs> if you're a six, it actually just got worse. It was 101-58 after three quarters. Like the fact that they only lost by, what, 48 is actually not bad. <laughs> like it should have been more. Uh, but this is what I talk about time and time again when I talk about the Celtics, right? Like if Tatum and Brown actually play well at the same time, then that's your Celtics ceiling. 135 on Philly, boom. Uh, and they lose Smart to... He basically drove into the lane, ran into him, beat. I think his foot came down, so it's an ankle sprain. That sucks because he's been playing awesome. They've been incredible with him out there. And... Like, even without him out there, though, like, Tatum and Brown detonated on Philly so badly. Like, they just couldn't... Like, Philly couldn't buy buckets anyway, but Jesus. Like, Tatum and Brown went for 57. They shot 56-60-83 on their splits. Absolutely unreal. Uh, and the Sixers had nothing. Embiid, look, well held. 19 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. He only shot 9 times. I uh, went to the line a shit ton, but yeah, nothing. Tobias Harris. One of those moments where you're like, oh, yeah, Tobias Harris is our second best player in this game. That's not good. Two of seven in 28 minutes. Mm, that's a max contract. Tyrese Maxey, you love to see it because uh, Tyrese Maxey had 11 points. What did he shoot? What did he shoot? What did he shoot? Woo! Yeah, 311. You love to see that. Absolute classic. Thank you for coming, Tyrese Maxey. Matty T, he's going to pop up again later. Not great. And the Sixers, like Shake Milton, George Niang, Corkmaz, no one could hit anything. Those three went 6 of 23 combined, 3 of 12 from downtown. You're not going to win that game. 25 of 45 from downtown for the Celtics. That is a franchise record. 25 of 45 from three. 
Tatum went 4 of 8 from downtown. He had 28 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists. He was awesome. Brown, 29 points. He had 26 in the first half. Hands up 5 of 7 from downtown. Grant Williams hit 4 threes. He had 12 points. Naismith was knocking him in. Derek White had 11. Anyway, Boston smashed him. Philly dropped 34-23, which leaves them still one game up in the Boston Celtics, who are now 34-25. and 25. Insane game, though. Like, Boston just fucking killed him. Ah, Milwaukee, it's our Gonquin for the Goodland. It was our Gonquin for the Goodland today because Giannis Antetokounmpo had 50. And they beat the Pacers, 128-119. Weirdly fun game that actually needed every bit of those 50 points because Buddy Heald went fucking ham. He went 8-12 from 3. Look, Indy got close in the fourth, then Giannis smashed a three and then hit free throws, and then, like, that came after a clear path foul, and then boom, uh, they're at 14. They hold him off down the stretch. But Pacers, look, 17-41 from three. Buddy had 36. He was awesome. Halliburton, 17-8. and eight. Bob Baird, uh, Trey Taylor, Kiefer, love that. 10 each, but, yeah, not enough there for Pacers. Uh, Giannis, 50, 14, and 4. He's going to pop up again in a second. Mitty at 19 points, 8 assists. Giroux had 14 points, 8 assists. Wigginton, I love that. That is your... Uh, that's your knockoff. That's when you buy an Andrew Wiggins from Wish. You get Wigginton. Uh, 12 points, 3 6 from 3. Surge. Surge. Ibaka was handy as well. Uh, 9 and 5 him. Indy dropped to 19 and 40. Milliwalk gay, 36 and 23. Hanging tough. Third in the East. Charlotte, Minnesota played an overtime game, which was hilarious. 126-120. The Wolves win it at home. Tough one for Charlotte. They ripped off like a... Uh, well, basically, they were up. Like 13 points in the fourth. Minnesota came all the way back because Carl Anthony Towns went absolutely spare. But Miles Bridges ties the game for Charlotte, hits the three, and a free throw in the final minute. D'Lo misses the three right at the end. Off we go. Overtime. And Cat just goes, all right, I'm going to win this. Boom. He had seven points in the OT, and off they went. Uh, Anthony Edwards, Ant-Man, he left in the second half in overtime. Uh, he had a right ankle sprain, which stinks because, uh, look, he had been sort of uh, a bit hot and cold of late as Minnesota sort of tried to figure this out, but it really stinks because they they just can't seem to have like D'Lo, Ant-Man, Carl Anthony Towns, everyone all happening all at once, and here we are again. God damn, that stinks. Anyway, Charlotte, just not enough. Miles uh, Bridges at 28, 13, and 7. Uh, a day after, I was like, oh, geez, I don't know about that most improved player award, Darius Garland, baby. Uh, Terry Rose, 25 and 5. It took him 22 shots. 8 to 22 as well for Lamello. Yeah, 22, 9 and 6. Tell you what, though, Plumley. it's a matter of if, not when. His triple double, 14, 17, and. Oh, 9. So close. So close. Kelly Ubere, 4 of 13, though. That'll, that'll sink you. That'll sink you, Charlotte. When Kelly, that goes for 4-13. The Wolves' cat was unstoppable. He had 39-15-3, did everything, won the game in the overtime, basically. He was absolutely awesome. And it's exactly what you want to see from Cat: Getting to the line, hitting threes, doing everything. Uh, 18 points and 11 assists for Dulo. Ant-Man had uh, 9 points before he left. Pat Bev stepped up. 15-7-4, 3 steals, 2 blocks. He shot 5-12, 1 of 8 from 3, but gosh... Malik Beasley stunk up the joint. I'll talk about him in a second. Jaden McDaniels, though. 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 steals. Absolutely awesome. Basically stepped in for Ant-Man, and away he went. That was bloody good. 
four steals. Anyway, Charlotte dropped to 29 and 30, leaving them sort of in that weird mix, right? 29 and 30. They're a game up on the Hawks. They're two games behind Brooklyn. They're in nine. That is a very strange... Like, the East is just fucking weird. And when we do, like, a big sort of breakdown uh, of how it's all sitting post-All-Star break, we're all just going to be going, that is fucking weird. (laughs) Anyway, Minnesota as well. They're now up to the seven seed. They're 31 and 27. Feeling good. Looking good. Memphis beat New Orleans 121-109. No Jar Morant. No hassles. Maybe he's overrated. Maybe it's just a plug-and-play point guard situation there in the Grizzlies. Because Tyus Jones went fucking off. Had a career high. Uh, no, it was all right. Like, Memphis jumped him early and then just stayed up there the entire game, basically. Out-rebound of 49-34. Offensive rebounds had 18 of them. They turned that into 27 points. That is amazing. Look, the Pels shot 50%, but they went 4 of 26 from 3. 4 of 26! 4! Unbelievable. CJ had 30. Spindles Ingram, 18, 4 and 4. Uh, my name is Jonas, 19 and 4. Devonta Graham, 1 of 6, all of which were from 3. Four points. Jackson Hayes and Willie Hernan Gomez didn't miss a shot combined. 13 and 5 on 6 of 6 for Jackson. Willie, Willie, went 5 of 5. But, yeah, if you're not hitting threes, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. Tyus Jones had 20. Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. 27 points, 9 assists. Career high. He was awesome. 3 of 7 from 3. 11 of 7. He nearly hit more threes than all of the Pelicans. It's just funny, man. It's just funny where, like, one dude. It's more threes to like the other team, man. It's just fucking funny, eh? And it's like, yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr. was awesome. Yeah, 23 and 7. Uh, big Stephen Edmonds, bro. 14, 13 and 5 and 11 points for Desmond Bain. Who did that on? Oh, watch out. He did it on. Uh... Woo! Yeah, he did it on 3 of 11 shooting. Uh, thanks, Bain. Uh, Brandon Clark, 18 and 8 off the bench. Good win for the uh, Grizzlies without Jar. Who I think was just sitting that one with a, uh, what was it? It was like a weird, uh, yeah, so the all he's basically, because he's got the All-Star weekend coming up. It's one of those classic like, oh, yeah, he's got ankle soreness, <laughs> a.k.a. We don't want to burden him too much. Uh, New Orleans dropped to 23 and 35, still fighting hard in the West, and Memphis are 41 and 18, a bloody good. Finally, Phoenix beat this, <laughs> the Los Angeles Clippers 103-96. What a game. The Clippers are incredible. On a back-to-back after beating Warriors yesterday, just they're up early. They fell a little bit behind as like Phoenix sort of clicked in the second, third quarters, and then boom. In the middle of the third, they got up. Like, they were running off a bunch of mook and canard, and holy shit. Phoenix like, what? We were winning this game. What? Just... And then, boom, they fight back in another big lead and smash cut to the middle of the fourth quarter. The Clippers did the same thing again. Came back out of nowhere. Mook, canard, Batum, just boom, off they went. They led again in the fourth, but then Chris Paul just goes, I'm a bad man. Fuck you. Uh, hits a three, then has back-to-back lobs to eight, and then Booker, the backup five, and we get a dagger three from Michael Bridges. After a couple of uh, hairy possessions, they put it out of reach. But, like, this Clippers team is insane. They've got, like, more fight in them than, like, a pissed 19-year-old on Chapel Street at, like, 3M or whatever. <laughs> what are you looking at? Settle down. Uh, 23 points for Mook. I mean, Mook Morris is a fuckwit, but he hits some massive shots in this game. 18 and 7 for Frenchie Batum. <laughs> I stole all this money from Charlotte. Reggie Jackson. Uh, 7 of 26. Kobe. 
0 uh, of 8 from 3. Uh, it was pretty gassed down the stretch. I'll tell you that much. Anyway. Zoobs! 12, 13, and 5. I love Avicii Zubach. And the Duckman. Luke Kennard went 3 of 4 from downtown for his 11. Amir Coffey, though, what? 0 of 5 from 3. 2 man went 1 of 6 from the floor. Not ideal. Uh, the Suns, Booker had 26. He was awesome. Uh, CB3 was awesome. Uh, 17 points, 14 assists. That is awesome. 12 of 12 for 8, 19 and 9 for Michael Bridges. Massive three late, as mentioned. And JaVale and Cam Johnson, pretty handy off the bench as well. Clips dropped to 29 and 31, but that sort of still leaves them right there in the guts of this insanely weird Western Conference. They're in the eight seed. It's just mind-boggling. And uh, Phoenix, 47 and 10. The best team in the NBA by far. Right, let's do the NBA's very approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. 39, 15, and 3. Carl Anthony Towns. No. Look, Cat was awesome. 39, 15, and 3. He was really, really good. 12 of 26 from the floor. 4 of 11 from downtown. But Giannis. Come on. 50, 14, and 4. The 21 shot attempts that he took. That's the fourth fewest in a 50 point game in NBA history. He had 50 points. On 21 shots! That's insane. He shot 17 of 21. 14 of 18 from the free throw line. What is going on? That is chaos. Giannis, you absolute savage. 2 of 3 from downtown. What a game. That's like one of those ones where you just go, oh, jeez. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have to do it. This is going straight to the pool room. Great job, Giannis. Who was Spud of the night, though? Spud, 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 of the night. Fucking 17 and 21, that's insane. I've got lots of Spuds floating around today. It was like fucking hanging out, farmer's market. Just going, chow, show you spuds, man. Uh, Matty T, Aussie Matty T. Uh, breaks my heart when an Aussie falls on the spud of the night. But he played his 23 minutes against Boston, went 0 of 6. Matty, what are you doing? All of which were from downtown. He went 1 or 2 at the free throw line. So he finished with a line in his 23 minutes, a 1 point, 1 rebound, 2 assists and a block. And he was a minus 29. Uh, Gabe Vincent, I mentioned that. 29 minutes for Gabe. He went 1 of 9 from the floor. 0 of 7 from 3. So that's actually worse than Matty T. Uh, five assists, two turnovers. And I even mentioned Malik Beasley in passing right then, right? So he played 14 minutes for the Wolves. He had 0 of 5 shooting, 0 of 4 from downtown, zero points, one rebound, and no other stats. Malik Beasley just getting some cardio in. Fucking hell, that is brutal. I mentioned also T-Man. Uh, pretty pretty brutal. The Gabe Vincent 1 of 9, though, is particularly egregious. But there's a couple of big spuds for you today. Who was old mate, no mate, however? Old mate, no mate. Old mate, no mate. Old mate, no mate. Old mate, no mate. Who's got no mates today? Uh, enjoyed this. Uh, ben Simmons speaking to a few Philly folks on his way out. Wanted to say to Doc, hey, man, you know, thanks, man. It's nothing personal. I always appreciate how honest you are with me. It's like, well, you could have answered his phone calls, Ben. Fucking hell. Uh, but didn't speak to Joel Embiid. So that's some, uh, he's, nah, he's your fucking mate. Nah, we can coexist. Nah, he's your fucking mate. Embiid hates him. Simo hates him back. You'll love to see that. That's definitely an old mate, no mate situation. And uh, seemingly James Harden in 
Brooklyn because this was the flip side. Uh, turns out Steve Nash, Kevin Durant wanted to have a bit of a free-flowing offense. That was the thing that Dan, uh, Mike D'Antoni sort of installed there last season. Uh, Harden basically was like, yeah, no, nah, let's do some more ISO. And basically, apparently, Brooklyn clo- Brooklyn coaches were noticing Harden rolling his eyes after a uh, t- after timeout play would be called for Durant. And uh, there we go. I love that. James Harden going, nah, man, I'm better than Kevin Durant. It's like, all right, settle down, pal. So uh, as I've said before, one of the classic situations of both teams being fucking stoked to see the back of the dude that's leaving and stoked to get the dude they got. So strange. Pantsing of the night. I mean, the Sixers just got fucking straight killed. So he got straight killed by the Celtics. Uh, but my favorite pantsing of the night was Joel Embiid trying the James Harden step back in honor of his new teammate getting called for a travel and blocked by his old teammate, Average Al Horford. Just pantsings across the board. <laughs> it's like just pantsing, 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 pantsed, pantsed. It's like everybody taking their turn of pantsing in bed. Tough one. Finally, better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you will get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. You're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. I mentioned Jalen Smith. He was bloody good. Jalen Smith uh, just came in today and just went, all right, nah, it's all good. I'll play okay today. How's this? So Jalen Smith, you might remember, traded from Phoenix, rolls into Indy, and is like, hey, man, I was like the number 10 pick like two years ago. Uh, 11 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. He shot 4 of 9 from the floor, but went 3 of 5 from downtown, the big man. That is insane. I love it. Tell me again why Phoenix didn't want to pay him or, like, play him. Like, is he just bad? <laughs> Holy shit. I kind of enjoyed that. So good job, Jalen Smith. Today, you're better than Lonzo Ball. Uh, a couple of other, obviously, you know, big big uh, young dudes going out there and going a bit ham. I enjoyed uh, Jaden McDaniels, obviously, for the Wolves, stepping up for Ant-Man. He came out and did pretty, pretty bloody well. So uh, I mentioned him, 18 points, four, uh, six rebounds and four steals, but yeah. A couple of Jaden and Jalen's. Off you go. Right, let's do some Yenars right after all this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some Yenars. Brought to you by thedailyliquor.com from East Ninth Brewing. If you're Melbourne-based, no better option exists to get you some booze without getting the Omicron. Thedailyliquor.com, they drop the beers, the wines, the cocktails, everything you need, everything that they've got on their site. Thedailyliquor.com, they drop it at your door. Grown free, off you go. The best part is you bang in the code STRAYER, you get a free six-pack of the Dos Blocos XPA. I can't do anything more for you. So it's the Melbourne metro area. Same day delivery if you order before noon. Sort out your knockoffs. Get around it. TheDailyLooker.com. Bang that code, Straya. Free six on your mate, Jimmy. Right, some yeah, nahs. Let's fly through the rest of the show, shall we? Yeah, come on. All right. Are the Celtics legit East contenders, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. Oof. Uh, depending on how badly Marcus Smart has hurt, uh, probably not. 
<laughs> but if they uh, if Smart can come back and sort of recapture that form, this is the problem with Smart. He always sort of tends to get like a hurt, like he gets hurt, and then it's like a sort of injury that lingers, and he never seems to sort of quite get back up to game speed in time. And he had. Like, that was the problem. He'd been awesome. And then, bang, rolled ankle. It just stinks. Um, But look, they are definitely a smoky. I mean, their last three road games, they've won by 48 in Philly, 35 in Brooklyn, and 33 in Orlando. Like, it's all-time shit. And they sort of do have, like, those weapons. And this is the thing. I'm going to keep saying it until I'm blue in the fucking face. Like, if Tatum and Brown can play awesomely at the same time, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the ceiling's the roof. The roof is the ceiling. But, yeah, without smart, that makes it just that little bit tougher. But hopefully he'll be back. But they are just like a terrifying sort of like, oh, shit, we're gonna, we'd have to play a seven-game series against these dudes. They've been incredible since the start of 2022. So I'd throw them in the exact sort of morass, probably behind uh, the Bucks, Bulls and Heat. They're probably in that Cavs, Sixers, Raps, Nets kind of thing, where it's like anybody could pretty much come out of the East. Who knows? But, yeah, they've been fucking awesome. Got to give them some uh, respect. Is Ben Simmons picking number 10 for the Nets a fitting Gazy the Grey Mumba tribute, Jimmy? Yeah, nah. Yeah, but at the same time, are we not sure that it's uh, not a Sergei Karasev tribute? <laughs> do you remember Sergei Karasev? I do. I had to watch the Russian Dairy Puncher play. I don't think anyone smoked more cigarettes in the NBA in the last decade plus of the NBA than Sergei Karasev did. Well, that's a dude who'd probably like fuck off at halftime to punch a Dairy. Uh, finally, this is the one that's sort of been like watching the Clippers today. If Paul George and Kawhi <laughs> were healthy, would the Clippers be like the team to beat in the West? Yeah, nah. Oh, maybe not the team to beat, but fucking hell, like, because the Suns are that good. I mean, the Suns are 47 and 10. Like, don't fuck around. But I think they'd be a top three team. Like, I think you'd have to talk about the Suns, the Warriors, and the Clippers. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I do like the question, though. Like, if Paul George and Kawhi were healthy, yeah, I mean, if a frog had wings, he wouldn't bump his ass when he hopped. But. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, if if they were healthy, fuck yeah. Uh, if Russell Westbrook wasn't shit and a- Anthony Davis had forgot, hadn't forgotten how to be good, like, the Lakers might not suck as well. But, uh, but for real, like, it's awesome how competitive the Clippers have been all season, right? Like, because you sort of get a team of vets with actually no reason to tank, and they're just like, fuck it, we'll play hard, like, all the time. Like, it's cool when that happens. And it doesn't usually work out because, you know, egg-headed teams don't usually go, oh, well, what we should do is trade everybody and get assets in return. But the Clippers have got Paul George and Kawhi sitting there, so they don't have a reason to trade everybody and sort of try to cash in and make up some of the uh, ground they may have lost in some of those trades because they still have Paul George and Kawhi. So if they came back, I'm just saying, that'd be fucking crazy. But it is weird to watch this team play. Look how good they are. Look how deep they are. And this is without Norm Powell as well. Like, that's incredible. So if they were healthy, holy shit. Uh, next little bit, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. 
boy. So I mentioned this one earlier, the Ben Simmons, uh, on his mental health doubters, they should be happy I'm smiling. I had some dark times in these last couple of months. They should be happy I'm smiling. Ben, it's... <sighs> you've still got zero fucking clue to really how to deal with this, don't you? Like, it's always somebody else, oh, they should be happy I'm smiling. It's like, what? Just say, look, I'm happy that I feel good. And they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> like, you can just say, look, they ragged on me. I was going through some shit. It sucked. I'm working on it. They should be happy I'm smiling. All right. Mate. Got a lot to learn, I think. It's just weird. Anyway, Outback Takeouts for today. I just found that, like, they should be happy I'm smiling. I mean, we are. We just want him to be happy. And playing basketball. And representing himself as much, you know, as best he can. And, you know, maybe Australia at the same time. Just, they should be happy I'm smiling. All right, we are. Good. Outback Takeouts for today. It's Wednesday and Outback, and you know what that means? Oh, yeah, the squid and I spent our morning out in the backyard. As soon as we heard that magical sound, bang! The cricket bats came out, and now you've got kookaburra wings. Only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is the Los Angeles Clippers are actually exactly where they want to be. They've spent this entire season load managing Paul George and Kawhi Leonard just to keep them fresh for a championship run. Because the Clippers, once they welcome them back, will win the title this year. Just you watch. Only at Outback. Uh, I did enjoy NBA and TNT going, oh, no, nah, man, Ty Lu should be like coach of the year. It's like Monty Williams is right there. He's 47 and 10. Tyler's not even above 500. And yeah, he doesn't have his best two players, but fucking Jesus. D-Way, Shaq, Tracy McGrady, settle down. All right, quick uh, Australian player watch right after this. This is Chris Anstey, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian player watch. Aussies in action today. As mentioned, Aussie Matty T and that loss to Boston. Uh, rough one. 0 of 6, all of which were from downtown. One point, one rebound, two assists and a block. Not great. Uh, but Josh Green. In, who's Josh Green? In that win over Miami, his first start of the year. He actually got five starts last year, if you remember. Uh, he had eight points, four rebounds, three assists, shot three of five from the floor, two of which have from downtown. He went two of three from three. You love to see that. On you, Josh Green. All right, let's do a quick Shane Hill shooter shoot. Shoot your shot, line him up, award. He threw it down. Are you healed? Are you healed? Praise the Lord, I'm healed. Praise the Lord, for I'm healed. It is the Shane Hill shooter shoot. Shoot your shot, line him up, award. All right, Shane Hill shooter shoot. Shoot your shot, line him up, award. Tell you what, I've been talking about him a little bit uh, here and there in the last little little piece. But there's a bloke who, I don't know, the last, let's say, 15-odd games has just gone and averaged a pretty lazy and a pretty chilled-out, uh, well, I don't know, in February, let's just say, 27 points a game while shooting 61% from the floor and 42% from three. He's averaging a 27, 10.9 rebound per game, 5.6 assists. 
in February. And it's Pascal Siakam. Holy shit, that is just some insane, insane gear. So basically, his last 16 games, he's averaging 24 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. That's a big chunk of change now. 17 games, shooting. 53%, over 40% from 3 as well. So since it's gotten to February, he's just gone absolutely hammering tongs with his... uh, yeah, 29 assists. Uh, basically, his last game was a bit rough. He went 7-19, but before that, he was like 9-22, 11 11-16, 10-16, 13-17, 13-19, 16-22. Absolutely lighting it up. And that's why the raps have been good, because Pascal Sikkim-Siakam has remembered how to play basketball good. Love to see it. Right, let's do a great moment in NBA Australia Stat history, though. Great moments in NBA Straya stat history. It's a crazy one because all the Ben Simmons Ben Simmons talk, right? Ben Simmons. Let's turn into a Kiwi. One year ago today, he posted the highest point total ever for an Aussie. I bet you forgot that, didn't you? 42 points, 9 rebounds, 12 assists. He had 15 and 26 from the floor. Uh, he went 0 of 0 from 3. <laughs> and 12 of 13 at the free throw line. Jesus. So this was uh, the 15th of February, so the 16th in Australia time. He dropped 42, 9 and 12 against Jingling Joe Ingles and the Utah Yaz. The highest point total ever for an Aussie. It was incredible. Simo the Savage. Benny the Bricky. Box Hill Benny. Went absolutely fucking ham. And that's what sort of uh, is forgotten about, like, you know, in all the horrible playoff, leaving a bad taste in your mouth kind of vibe. This is a dude who can do that on the odd occasion. 42, 9, and 12. Just want to see him do it all the time. Not a hater. Fucking love him. I just want him to see, you know, live up to his uh, amazing potential. And would it kill him to uh, not have an American accent? Uh, <laughs> all right. See the Patty Mills Game Day Ball again, Twitter check in. Uh, this one is just Joe Ingles because I mentioned the where is Joe Ingles uh, attempt uh, basically at the start, right? Where is Joe Ingles? Where is Wingles? Because uh, Jingles just tweeted out yesterday, flight emoji, flight emoji, see you whenever. And uh, Utah Gray tweeted, can I house sit for you while you're in Portland? Jingles replied, I'm not in Portland. Hi, Joe, if you come to Brizzy while you're back home, come say hi, said Mia Joe Ingles forever, a jazz fan. Uh, I'm not in Australia, said Joe Ingles. Where's Jingles? Uh, Bogey actually tweeted, where's Wally? Hashtag where's Wingles? Uh, cry laughing emoji, eye emoji from Jingles. And uh, Kane Pittman, friend of the program, said, my bet is that you're going to become the Guy Fieri of the coffee world, uh, touring the US in a minivan, finding the hidden, hidden treasures of the coffee world across the country. And Jingles tweeted that out saying, while rehabbing an ACL. And uh, Christine Haswell uh, tweeted out, in all serious though, Joe Ingles, take care of yourself, be with your family and fill yourself up for the journey ahead. The location doesn't matter. It's who, it's who's with you that counts. Love heart emoji. And Jingles did the point down tweet, uh, point down emoji, point down emoji. So where is he? Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, who knows where they're going to go rehab? If it's not going to be Australia, not going to be Portland, where do you reckon he'd go? LA, get some sun. Rehab in Mexico. <laughs> Joe Ingles from Mexico. Right, let's do some game previews for tomorrow. Game previews, game previews. Thanks, Inadvertent Bane. 
Not a problem. How's it all going with the squid today? Oh, I'm fucking rooted. I'm so tired. <laughs> Chasing him around the museum. Uh, today we went three or seven of the picks. Leaves us at 496 of 857 for the year. Uh, yeah, I did go with Phoenix smashing the Clippers, but the Clippers just have too much fight. It's unbelievable. And I did pick the, uh, I think, the Heat against Dallas, and that did not work out. So good job, Dallas. Anyway, uh, we've got 12 games tomorrow. 12! This is the pre-All-Star break uh, cram for the NBA. So, yeah, tomorrow and Friday we've got a shit ton of games and then obviously nothing until Monday. But either way, we've got Atlanta going to Orlando. I'm going to take the Hawks. Um, though it might be one of those ones where keep an eye on this because if they rest Trey Young, I'd be taking Orlando. Uh, <laughs> so if uh, Trey rests, give me Orlando. If he doesn't, give me Atlanta minus five and a half. Detroit, they go to Boston. Boston on a back-to-back. Uh, I'm going to do Detroit a 13 and a half point underdogs. That's a lot. I mean, that's a backdoor cover. Give me Detroit plus 13 and a half. Kay Cunningham. No Marcus Smart. Yeah, give me Detroit. Washington, they go to Philly. Minus one and a half against the Pacers. Pacers, again, on a back-to-back. I'm going to go the Wiz minus one and a half. Maybe just kicking Spencer Dinwiddie to the curb. Makes them feel pretty good about stuff. So I'll take the Wiz. Brooklyn are five-and-a-half-point underdogs at the New York City Knickerbockers of New York City. Knicks, I don't know, man. Make of them what you will. I'm going to take the Nets. I think there's just a little bit of uh, swag about them at the moment. Seth Curry, they beat the Kings. Now I'm talking, you know, saying this aloud. It sounds stupid in my brain. I'm going to go the Knicks minus five-and-a-half. <laughs> Brooklyn's best player is uh, Patty Mills at the moment, so... And he's not shooting great, so it's Seth Curry. Jesus. Uh, Chicago, I'm going to go the Knicks. I think they've just got a little bit too much. Chicago hosts Sacramento. They're six and a half point favorites against the Kangs in the John Salmons Bowl. John Salmons, no best. Knows best? There you go. Bulls, six and a half point favorites. Give me that in a heartbeat. Uh, Portland, look, Sabonis and Co. there in Sacramento are going to be kind of frisky, but Chicago, even without Levine, I mean, Tomato Rose is tearing it up. I'm going to take the balls. Portland, they go to Memphis. Memphis on a back-to-back. Uh, if they rest Jar for this as well, we'll see what happens. But I'm going to go the Portland Trailblazers, plus 12 and a half. Because Anthony Simons is playing out of his skin. There's just another back. Like 12 and a half for Portland. They've just proven that you can't take them lightly. They've won three on the trot. I'm going to take the Blazers, plus 12 and a half. Even though Memphis are awesome, they'll probably win that, but it'd be like eight. Toronto, they go to Minnesota. Minnesota, uh, no Ant-Man. I'm going to take the Raps, minus a half point there. Uh, the Raps are a good team. Minnesota as well, but without Ant-Man, uh, just can't trust them. And on a back-to-back, giving the raps. San Antonio, they go to OKC. They're six-and-a-half-point favorites. OKC, look, big win against the Knicks. Uh, you'll sort of see those here and there, but I think San Antonio, just a bit freed up at the moment, feeling good about themselves. I think they can win this by about eight or nine, so I'll take the Spurs minus six-and-a-half. Thanks, Alex. Uh, and what else? Houston. 15.5-point underdogs against Phoenix. Phoenix, who couldn't cover against the Clippers today. Phoenix on a back-to-back. I'm going the Rockets, plus 15.5. They're just a weird team who will maybe cover, so give me 15.5 points. Golden State hosts Denver. This is awesome. Steph versus the Joker. The Warriors are 4.5-point favorites. They lose to the Clippers yesterday. I think the Warriors bounce back and uh, handle Denver. Minus 4.5. Yeah, Warriors will win that by 6. Utah. Then go to the Lakers. This is a really tricky one. The Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers. The Lakers stink. Uh, the Yaz, four and a half point favorites on the road in LA. I think I have to take the Lakers. I think just like getting four and a half points 
If they can slow down Donnie Mitchell, it's going to be pretty hard for the Yaz to beat him. So give me the Lakers, plus four and a half. And there you go. Unbelievable. We're going to wrap up all 12 of those games for you tomorrow. In the meantime, it's going to be a fun show tomorrow, actually. Just back to it normally without feeling like absolute dog shit, hopefully. <laughs> In the meantime, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, FaceEIG. We're all over the socials. NFL Australia with myself and Gaz taping the Super Bowl wrap tonight. That'll be a tired Jimmy, I'll tell you that much. Uh, that's going to be a great show, though. We've got all the NFL Australia Super Bowl breakdown. A couple of tins, see how we go. World Wrestling Australia with Adam over on YouTube. Go check that out. NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. I did have some joker, like, um, email me and go, Jimmy, your shipping, gotta, your shipping costs too much. Make me a better deal or buy the T-shirt. I'm like, I don't know. What? what? The shipping? I ch- the shipping costs as much as, like, the shipping costs, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Who's trying to save $2 on shipping by, like, me cutting into, like, the fuck all money I make on my T-shirts? That's fucking gnarly. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? It this sh- it costs me what it costs to send it to you. Anyway, uh, so go buy a T-shirt and tell that guy to, uh, you know, get one as well. <laughs> Everybody prove him wrong. Uh, check us a rating and review on your podcast app. Uh, go to manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYA. Get 20% off and free shipping with the uh, that code. TheDailyLicker.com. Use the code STRAYA there as well. Get a free sixer and knowable. Bang in the code Stray when you download that up from the App Store. Get 20% off with the code Stray. Love that. Big thanks go to From Ozo for the intro and outro song. Check out their new band House Hats. And also big thanks go to Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green, 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 and Dozers for the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Drill Day and Earth, Facey, Apple Music, however you follow your bands, listen to your tunes. Support some Australian bands. That's what NBA Australia does. Right, that's it for today. Uh, we'll catch you tomorrow. Yeah, no skid or anything in today. I'm rooted. I'm going to get this up. So I'll catch you tomorrow, you dear kids. This is the NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you? And pay for the shipping. Fucking hell. Light <laughs>